Hi everybody, and welcome to the Middle Age Bloke Podcast with me, Tony Pony. This podcast will be based around mindset because changing your mindset really is a game changer. I was literally Mr. Grumpy Pants until I decided that this sucked. So I did something about it and I want to share what I've learned with you along with some conversations and most likely immature male humour. So get comfortable, have yourself a cheeky break because I've said so and let's dive into it. Hi everybody and welcome to the next instalment on the Middle Aged Bloke Podcast. My name's Tony Pony and I'm currently sat at a BP station. Uh, I'm making my way to Wales but I thought I'd pull over because I've got to have a break anyway and I thought, you know what? What a place to do a podcast. Literally next to the M4 motorway by a bush with a big green neon BP light in front of me and I've just got myself a Greg's cup of coffee with vanilla, obviously. Got to have that vanilla shot in there. So this week has been a bit of a mad week. And the weekend, the kids, because I'd been away a week, the kids were, um, bless them, sort of jumping all over me when I got home, which is lovely and uh, exhausting at the same time. So, <laughs> But I had a very nice weekend. I hope you all had a great weekend as well. This week ahead, I have no idea. I think I'm going to be going back and forth to Wales all week, just doing jobs so I'm going to be doing a lot of mileage this week and a lot of times sat behind the wheel, which isn't always good for my fitness because um, one thing I'm aware, the more I drive, the fatter I get. So I'm trying to uh, only eat from what I bring with me. I've got all my fridge and everything like that in here. So I'm trying to just make my own meals, but I have just cheated and gone and got a coffee from in the shop. But it was uh, I've only got a 45 minute break and I thought, well, it'll be fine. I can do some extra steps while I'm working tomorrow morning or something like that working out. Uh, but I hope you've all had a great week and thank you for the people who have commented on my latest podcast or sent me a message. I do appreciate it and it's always great if you can sort of like it or give a review on it. That will always help me um, with wherever I go with this podcast. So I went shopping on um, Sunday and the one thing I've worked out is because I'm away all week at the moment, I'm having to do a big food shop at home, which is really good because normally I end up going to the shop three or four times a week, but I'm having to do it all in one. But my God, is it expensive? Nearly had a heart attack the other day and went into shopping, bought a week's shopping, well, to last five days for the house, and I nearly fell over when she told me the price, but at least I've not got to worry about it and the whole house is kitted out. There's enough food in there for a month, I swear to God. Uh, cupboards look amazing. I'm kind of sad that I'm away in a truck with an air fryer cooking things like sausages and burgers. So anyway, going back on last week's episode, which was about changing my life and what I've been doing, I sort of, I wanted to go sort of on a bit of a lighthearted way, but then I had this kind of bit of an epiphany about where I should take this week's episode. And this is probably going to be a very personal one for me because I know it is about me and this is my journey, but this is going to be very, very, very personal. And I decided to call this episode of Un Unlocking My Trauma. And the reason this is going to be, for me, quite a personal one is because, obviously, it's something in myself that I have found that I didn't know I had. And the reason that I think it's quite important for me to talk about it is because, one, talking about it is very healing, and two, it normalises, and it might make somebody else think about things inside of them that could be potentially trauma. And the one thing that I'm becoming very aware of, and I think a lot of people 
some people are aware some people aren't is that most of us have trauma it's just trauma is has kind of like a different meaning for different people like for example my trauma could be very very um very small compared to someone who's had sexual abuse trauma or some kind of um violent trauma towards them abusive relationships stuff like that so it's trauma is to the individual i think and one of the things i I never believed i ever had was any kind of trauma and then when i started to do this change in my life and my mindset and meditations doing these podcasts where it's all about trying to get into a better mindset obviously the one thing i said to you last week that would come up a lot was you would start to see things that you can't unsee and things in yourself that would feel uncomfortable or you wouldn't like them or they would scare you or they would make you feel just a bit sick about it you're like oh my god i don't want to deal with this and that you need for me i had to honor them because i basically anything that ever comes up for me in my mind that's about me what i tend to do is to suppress it and i've always you know lived in a society where we put it in a box we bury it and we get rid of it and through work of my wife and learning from her was one of the things that i had to learn to do was to allow myself to see what's coming out and acknowledge it and kind of just not only accept it, but actually deal with it, you know, see why it bothers you so much. Allow yourself to actually think about what is going on inside. So I thought this week is obviously called Unlocking My Trauma. Now, obviously, my trauma is going to be very different to someone else's and you may not have any trauma. But I do think that most people have trauma. It's just it varies depending on who you are and how severe you may find it or compare. you might try and compare it to somebody else's. But I think it's all individual to yourself. And obviously, like I said, I was somebody that never believed I had any trauma. And then I started to do all this work and I started to meditate and things kept coming up for me and I was feeling really uncomfortable with myself and I didn't like some of the things that were coming up. I didn't like things about myself. There were insecurities coming out in me. Anger was a really big one that was coming out in me. And I decided, and this sounds all a bit depressing, but it is on a, on a positive way is to make you move forward. And I can ass- promise you that at the end of it all, with me processing these things, I actually did feel a million times better. So one thing that came up for me a lot when I was meditating and just having a lot of time in my own thoughts and trying to decide the person I wanted to be was I had a lot of anger a lot of anger and a lot of hurt and I couldn't na- put sort of like a, a pin on it and work out exactly where and it took me quite a while to sort of realize what was going on and some you know and my wife said to me do you ever consider that you had you have trauma and like I said I hadn't ever looked at it before but now I suddenly went okay I'll explore that I won't dismiss it I'll look into it and lots of things were now coming up for me now growing up as a child I grew up in a what I would have classed as a regular family I had two sisters a mum a dad and there was no divorce in the family or anything like that and I suddenly started to feel that I had this anxiety in me around my family and there was loads of stuff coming up and and you know when it's your family you don't want to really look into it you find yourself going no 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 we'll just we'll leave that alone it doesn't matter you know you had a fairly good childhood and when I tell stories of some of the things that I went through as a child to other people they're gobsmacked they're like what that happened to you and 
obviously I know that my parents would probably be thinking well, it weren't that bad because that is how we were raised back then it's it's just how society raised children in those days but looking back now like if I raised my children in the same way it would be abusive slightly you know very traumatic for them and one of the things that I can always remember like I was and I what don't get me wrong I was quite a disruptive child so I don't blame my parents for this at all but and that's one thing I've learned about myself is that I don't hold them responsible for everything because I have my own input into it and I could have done things slightly differently however I was just a child but like I can remember when I was a young child I was about seven eight years old I got expelled from school I hadn't actually done anything wrong when I got expelled I was actually trying to correct something but it was too late at that point the teachers already made their mind up about me and I ended up getting expelled and my parents locked me in my bedroom for six weeks the six week summer holiday so I got expelled about a week before I was then told I wasn't allowed to go to the junior school which all my friends were going to and I was then locked into my bedroom for six weeks and I basically sat on my bedroom windowsill and watched all my friends in the summer in the summer out in the street playing water fights you know on their bikes and some people my age would go well, that's, that's that's pretty you know standard being grounded but then some other people I speak to they've gone oh my god that's horrendous and when I look back on it I hold a lot of anger inside of me about that situation I remember it like it was yesterday and like I said I'm not going to sit here and blame my parents and be say it's their fault because they were raising me in the best way they felt they knew how and you know I did turn out okay I'm not saying that it was the bestest decision they ever made looking back now but that was the hand they dealt with and they did what they felt was best at the time but I can always remember now when I look back that had a massive impact on me and I was very angry about it and I've done work inside now to let that go however to not then shy away from those situ that, that situation if I ever want to talk about it I will talk about it that this happened and actually it had a real long-term effect on me that I didn't even realize it actually gave me a lot of probably frustration and anger towards my parents and especially with me and my dad we had a very um non-father-son relationship we never really spoke he was we were always bickering and fighting and th i think that is from the long-term effect of these so punishments you know i can <laughs> remember my mum if i ever gobbed off she used to hit me around the head with a frying pan and we kind of laugh about it but at the same time i'm like okay that was really really bad if I hit my son round the head with a frying pan, he would probably be really angry at me for a very long time and understandably. So it's little things like that that people might say to me, oh, that's just how you were raised. But would you do that to your kids now? If you did it to your kids now, would you say that's abusive? Would that have a long-term effect? Yes, of course it would. So I have my inner issues there. Some other things that happened to me, you know, we all go through this. It's our friends betray us. Whatever it may be they've done, they do something that breaks your heart and the loyalty from that goes and then I found I was still very angry at some of my friends for things that had happened long time like a long time ago but I can't let them go and I've had to go over it again and say to myself why am I annoyed about that and then acknowledge it and then what I've started doing is journaling which is new to me this is I've only been doing this for the last few months I'm writing down why I'm annoyed why is it bugged me and then by writing it down I've had 
managed to let it go like it no the the issue is there but it no longer frustrates me it doesn't make me angry anymore what happened it just happened but i had to acknowledge it and i had to let it out again it gave me a long-term effect of that was I then didn't trust friends. It takes me a lot to allow friends in and to open up to them. Like work colleagues, I don't have them involved generally in my personal life. I have them very, very separate because I don't, it takes me a lot to trust friends. And if they are a friend of mine, it's taken them years to get to that. So again, that was something that I've had to work on with myself and go, that's ridiculous. I'm shutting out people that I don't need to. So again, there is a long-term effect on trauma from friends and we're just young. They don't know any different and I'm not blaming them. It's just, I'd never dealt with the situation in myself. And now I'm finally dealing with it at the age of nearly 41 years old. Other things that happened to me, I had a knife pulled out on me twice, turned into a fight. Luckily, no one got hurt. The knife guy managed to get on the floor. We had a wrestle, a bit of a wrestle fight about it. The person ran away. But again, I always think now I have this thing in my head that if somebody is going to come at me, I always assume they have got a knife on them. That is the defensive in me. Again, a long-term trauma. I can remember also um, being at a bus stop at the age of 12 years old and a 17, 18-year-old person came up to me, threatened to beat the living hell out of me if I didn't give them my bus money. I was like 12 years old, tried to fight it back, wasn't going to win. They then basically had no choice but to hand over the money, then had to walk for two miles back to my friend's house, and then I had to be picked up. Again, these things all had a long-term effect on me. And with all these different things that I'm thinking about, and there are many, many more that I could go into, but obviously, I, you know, I'm still looking at some of the issues that I have inside of me, but they have created this thing in me that I didn't know whether it was insecurity, whether it was anger, whether it was hurt, whether it was sadness, happiness, all these things. And I'm dealing with them because I'm trying to change my life. Now, what I'm also trying to say is that with me, actually, it's a great thing that I'm doing this because I feel so much better from it. People would go, oh my God, this sounds like you're reliving a horrific past but it's not a horrific past like what I mean is is when I was younger it was okay I you know at no point was I ever like in fear but it's as I've got older I've under now starting to understand how it affects me and only because I'm looking at my inner stuff and the mess that I have inside of here and just trying to get it all out I'm really feeling better from it and it's it's kind of like if you went to a counsellor or a therapist and they would let you get it all out it's kind of that for doing it by yourself without having to spend all the money and honestly like my wife's been a journaler for for years she she writes everything down all her thoughts and that and i always that scared me writing my own personal thoughts but it's amazing how it helps and that is the next thing i started to do after i was meditating and listening to podcasts and youtube videos and reading different things journaling is the next thing I started to do and I can't believe how much it helps like just writing the frustration down it's like it's like I can write it down and then just it's like it goes with it it's like it's like you're releasing it to any into the atmosphere into wherever it is because you wrote it down and you've acknowledged the fact that that hurt me or that upset me or that was painful or that causes me this grief this anger it's like I can go okay I've acknowledged that now let it go now I can go move on. And even like with people, I'm finding by because I'm letting these things come out of me, I'm being better 
around people. I'm being kinder. I'm being more affectionate with people. I am being more understanding, which is the version of myself that I always wanted to be. And I'm not doing it on a way of trying to suppress or cover up some of the stuff inside of me. This is the best version of me. I still got a long way to go but I'm getting there. And this is why this kind of podcast is about my journey. It's not about your journey. You're going to find your own. This is mine. This is how I'm dealing with it. So the best thing for me at the moment is to keep journaling, to keep looking inside, allowing it to pour out of me. If it means I've got to pull over one day and sit, write something down, cry my eyes out and let it all out, that's what I have to do. If I have to get out and have a hissy fit and scream and shout, then I will. If I have to sit and pull over and giggle my head off at something I remembered that came up at the same time, then that's what I will do. But I just acknowledge it and I let it come out. So I know that was probably quite a deep episode, um, but I'm going to try and keep them within around about the 20 minutes mark because I figure it's quite a lot so reflecting on last week these are what I'm doing so meditating I am listening to podcasts I fill my head with positive stuff at night I never watch anything depressing or angry or that's going to sit in my head throughout um i listen to happy music is a really good one of mine and also just the next thing is i'm journaling and allowing the inner stuff of me to come out and i'm writing it all down and if any of you want to give any of these a go i honestly can't express enough how great it makes me feel and maybe it could help you so if you happen to have tried any of these feel free to get in touch you can find me i'm on instagram it's the middle-aged bloke podcast you'll be able to find me on there you can always drop me a comment if if you want um, I'd always love to hear from you but anyway I'm going to leave it at that um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do on the next episode it's like this one wasn't meant to be like it is I literally was just like actually that would be great I think that could work and I hope it does and next week I'm sure I'll come up with something this week I'll listen back to this episode and I'll go click and I'll go, I know what I'm going to do next week so it's kind of like a bit of a mystery tour of uh, my life and what I'm up to and how I'm making things better for myself but anyway, on that note, I'm going to get going. My break's nearly up and I need to carry on getting myself to Wales and I've got a lot of work to do. So anyway, have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I really do hope that whatever I say could maybe help one, even just one person, kind of give them some ideas of how they could make their life better. But until then, have a great week. Take care and love to all.